Welcome back to Keeping on the DL podcast. As always, I'm Daria. And I'm Liv. And today, this week, we are like switching it up. We're doing something new this week. It's like something we've been talking about since like before we even started the podcast. Like we wanted to do this. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's something that I would say when we first started working together, I think how it started is maybe I had brought it up about because we started getting closer as as friends and coworkers. No, yeah, you definitely did. And I brought it up to you and you said, oh, me too. And so ever since then, it's been uh, it's been nice to have someone to relate with. And yeah. I guess, do you, do you want to introduce what we're talking about today? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess first off, we'll start with like a big trigger warning on this episode for like eating disorders and disordered eating. Um, so if that kind of thing triggers you, go ahead and skip this episode because we are talking about our shared diagnosis of binge eating disorder today. Yeah, if you if you feel the need to skip the episode, uh, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was timely to do for Thanksgiving because you know everybody's going to be binge eating. It's not just yeah. us. <laughs> it's a very uh, it's a very gluttonous holiday, which uh, <laughs> Derry and I can both confirm that uh, it's a it's a huge it's it's not a huge day for us i would just say it's it's definitely a day or a holiday that like relates more than any other holiday i guess uh well mostly during the holidays i would say yeah i was gonna say i feel like a little bit the holidays are a time where like is a little bit less stressful for me because i don't have Mm -hmm. to think as much about like looking at other people's plates versus my plate or like getting more food or whatever because like everybody's doing it everybody's doing it you feel less ashamed um you can go back for seconds without feeling insecure or uh overthinking or that people are like watching you um so but uh, yeah i mean what i was talking about was yeah so basically you know when when i first started i talked to dairy i just like lightly brought it up i was like oh yeah like it's my binge eating disorder and she was like oh my god i actually have that too that's that's insane which is wow samesies um and also guys please if i make a little jokey joke please don't get offended if you are someone else that also struggles with binge eating disorder that is how i cope with this type of uh eating disorder that I have yeah. uh sometimes it's just easier to laugh about it instead of you know crying myself to sleep about it every night and uh <laughs> you know so please don't get offended this is all yeah. this is all for love and uh yeah yeah for sure we'll probably be making a few jokes during the episode but yeah, yeah. it's just you know how we cope and you know obviously we know it's a pretty serious topic so for sure you know for sure um so i guess first i pulled up the mayo clinic's like definition of what binge eating disorder is um and then Liv kind of made like an outline of topics or kind of stuff for us to talk about so we'll kind of try to follow that too but for the most part this is just like a loosey-goosey episode like it's just something we talk about a lot and we wanted to talk about on the podcast so there's not really you know we didn't really research anything this is just kind of our experience with binge eating disorder Um, yeah and maybe somebody will relate to it hope maybe not hopefully this is you know this is our Reddit forum, which is, it's our Reddit forum <laughs> is the podcast right now. This is us just kind of communicating right. and talking and relating and uh, just going everything that, that uh, revolves around binge eating disorder. I'd love to know the, the, the definition though. 
Yeah. Um, so this is what it says on the Mayo Clinic website. It says, binge eating disorder is a serious eating disorder in which you frequently consume unusually large amounts of food and feel unable to stop eating. Almost everyone overeats on occasions, such as having seconds or thirds of a holiday meal. But for some people, excessive overeating that feels out of control and becomes a regular occurrence crosses the line to binge eating disorder. When you have binge eating disorder, you may be embarrassed about overeating and vow to stop, but you feel such compulsion that you can't resist the urge to continue binge eating. If you have binge eating disorder, treatment can help. Which is such a touchy subject for me because I think we've both talked about it. For some reason, I feel like I need to get back into therapy about it, but the only advice that my therapist ever gave me was to write down a food journal. And I feel like it just made me self-conscious about what I eat. So it's almost doing the opposite effect. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like spiraling you out more. Yeah. We're going to like, if you keep it up, Kathy, we're going to go from one spectrum to the other, if you know what I'm saying. And I don't really want to do that. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, but it is, uh, it's, it's a very interesting disorder to have. Let's just say that. It's. Yeah, for sure. It's um, not easy. Because I feel like, I guess this is kind of one of the larger topics we had. But it's not like having like bulimia or anorexic or like, you know, one of those eating disorders where I feel like there's a clear cut, like, you're not eating or you're purging after you eat. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like binge eating disorder is a little bit of a grayer area. Um, or at least it feels like it's a grayer area. I don't know, like, if on paper it is. But, you know, it just kind of, it can feel like, no, I just overeat sometimes. But there's definitely... You know, I don't know. It's just, it's got a different stigma a and connotation than like having, yeah, <laughs> than just having, and not just having, but then having a different eating disorder. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's, see, because the, the, I guess that's kind of like, you know, it's kind of up to you. I'm going to kind of let you guide this podcast like I said I, I had wrote down a couple things that I think will help us like guide us through you know trying to make content for this uh because it's funny because yeah. I feel like when Daria and I are talking as friends we can just like shoot back and forth none of it has to make sense we all understand but in a podcast sense now yeah. I, I feel like I have to be a bit more like formal <laughs> with it so we need to go from like layer to layer to layer right. instead of us just like bitching about it and then just going and sitting back at our desks right <laughs> so you know what I mean so um but I mean, that's up to you. You know what I mean? We can do some of the things that I had wrote down or, you know, we can just talk about it, which I'm fine with too. So yeah, we can, we can, let's start with like how it started and like, when did you realize you might have it or when were you diagnosed? Okay. You want me to go first or you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Uh, so my journey with binge eating disorder is, uh, you know, which is, it's, it, it's interesting because when I finally did the research after I was diagnosed, I never realized the things that I did were leading me up to the ultimate diagnosis. Yeah. Uh, when I, yeah. <laughs> which is insane, you know, because as a kid, when you're hiding candy bars or like wrappers underneath your <laughs> mattress and hiding it from your parents, yeah. it, it, it at the time, right, seems like a, oh, like I'm just being sneaky, but no, girl, <laughs> uh, that is, a, you know, you don't see the signs coming when you're 10 years old, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, it's kind of how it all started for me. I, I grew up with a, with a, a, a parent. I wouldn't consider her my, my mom, but uh, I grew up with a, 
a parent that uh weirdly i I grew up a bigger girl let's just say that i grew up a very large uh very chubby child i don't know if chubby's triggering i was just that's always how i've (laughs) described myself so bigger maybe a bigger child um i come from a bigger family um a lot of my family is is bigger and so honestly i didn't think anything of it until uh my mom on the other side of my family started uh, making small comments about my weight at an early age. And uh, I would just do things like hiding wrappers underneath the the mattress, or I would uh, mm-hmm. say I would get like an extra portion or so sometimes when my mom would make dinner, I would walk into the kitchen after yeah. I already had my first serving and I would like eat a couple bites before I left the kitchen. So she didn't see me yeah. like stuff like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't see coming, right? (laughs) No, No, I know exactly Uh, what you're talking about. Uh, and, and so, you know, growing up with that type of environment, having a, um, a parent that's, that wasn't really supportive of me being a bigger child kind of mentally, uh, grew me into the person that I am now, like in high school, I knew I was binge eating, but I didn't know what it was. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Does that make sense? Kids, you know, as a kid, you don't understand no, yeah, I, these things that you're doing. You just yeah. think, oh, I'm just being silly, goofy and eating like two extra portions. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. It's just like, yeah, I just overate this. Like, it was just really good. So I just wanted more. Yeah yeah and it's like not it's not a thing yeah and uh so you know growing up like getting into high school i i would always do that um i'd always like binge after i got home i would eat a full meal at work and then i'd go home and like my mom would always have a meal out for my stepmom by the way god bless her uh my stepmom would always have a dinner for me at home so i would eat one meal at work and then one meal whenever i got to the house and it's not the fact that i was hungry it's just the fact that it brought me so much comfort and i didn't know that at the time i just knew that i felt better whenever i ate it yeah so right Food has always yeah. brought me comfort in my life since I was a child. Um, and as an adult, I guess we'll get we'll get to the point. In 2020, uh, COVID hit. I was at home in my own house. Uh, we were in the lockdown. And for some reason, I was on TikTok. Honestly, thank God for TikTok. Shout out to TikTok for finally getting me a diagnosis <laughs> that I've needed uh, since I was a kid. <laughs> right. um, but for some reason, binge eating disorder showed up on my For You page. And it was probably like a one minute clip, two minute clip. And I watched the whole thing. And I related to every single one of the bullets of binging disorder. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the lockdown. I don't know if it was my emotions, but I completely combust into this bomb of emotions to where like I started just absolutely just crying and bawling and I didn't know why I felt this way. So I called my my stepmom and and here's another misconception about binge eating disorder, right? Because I, I called my stepmom up and I said, Mom, I think I have binge eating disorder. And she goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, this, this, and this, and this. She's like, well, I didn't see you eat that much in high school. It's because I hid it from you, girl. <laughs> I hide when I eat. Right. It's embarrassing <laughs> that's for me. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, that's why we're here, Mom, because I hid it from you my whole life. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and that's another misconception about binge eating disorder is one of the things that she said to me, and I, and I don't have any ill will towards her saying this to me. I completely understand where she was coming from at the moment, but she goes, Liv, I overeat sometimes too. And I just don't, you know what I mean? I, I knew in the moment what I had, but nobody, nobody, I wouldn't say they didn't believe me, but they just, they were like, what are you talking about? We've never seen you act like this. And now you're just all of a sudden you think you have an eating disorder and i was like yeah <laughs> like i i had no other way to explain it <laughs> right i don't know how else to say yes yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's something we kind of talk about a lot is like our parents like they 
think they're being helpful and it's like we love them and like they're great but it's just like you think you're being helpful but it's like it's not it's it's no it's like it's, actually really hard to cope with in the first place yeah and peace and love but you're like making yeah. it worse no but but like seriously it's it, it's like it's really hard especially like once i came out as a binge eater or me having binge eating disorder it was definitely um god dang it was such a journey to try to like figure out myself um and my yeah. parents along with me trying to figure out they you know so eventually you know a couple months or a couple years later like the pieces started connecting and they started understanding like where i was coming from but yeah i mean that's that's kind of how i got diagnosed which is funny a little side story so i decided to finally try to get help over it and uh, I was sitting at the therapist and I'm crying and I'm, I'm like, I'm telling him I'm doing this and I do this and I've been doing this my whole life and this and this. And I was like, and I don't know what I have. I just want to make sure. And I didn't even tell him what I thought I had in the beginning. And he looks at me and he hands me a book and he goes, I want you to read this. And it literally just said binging disorder <laughs> on the front of it. And I was like, thanks, Doc. <laughs> oh, see, so you, you got it. <laughs> You picked right. up I tried that. to catch him slipping. I was trying to catch him slipping. I was trying to see if like maybe maybe there was something else wrong with me. And he goes, No, baby girl, you got B E D all over that forehead. But uh but yeah, I mean, how did it start for you? Um, so I like you said, I've kind of always, you know, hid food. Like if I wanted something, I'd get one, but then like if I knew nobody was in the kitchen, I would run to the kitchen, get another one, hide it under my bed or like, you know, God. go in my room and eat it and hide the wrapper Ooh. or I'd like put the wrapper like under, like get in the trash, yep. put the wrapper like way under there. So no way underneath the trash it. can. Uh, yeah. An old timey trick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> Uh, so I've always known I've done that. Um, and then, like you said, with like the, you know, if I like ha was eating something, I would like get my portion, but then I'd like, well, actually I'd cut a, a, like a thin layer across like the whole like casserole dish of it. So like <laughs> a little like half inch layer and I'd eat yeah, that, but yeah. then I would just get like my regular portion. So like, yep. you know, you couldn't tell that you know, there is anything oh. missing. Um, so Gosh. I've always kind of done that. And then yep. I, I remember know exactly in high about. school, I believe. Yeah. I believe in high school, there was like a commercial, which thinking back on it, I think it's kind of interesting that there was a commercial when I was in high school, because I feel like we've only recently begun to like not normalize yep. eating disorders but really like talk about them as like they are serious but yes. there was a commercial that was like do you have binge eating disorder like if you suffer from this 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 or this you might want to take this quiz and see if you have binge eating disorder and i never <laughs> took the quiz because like when i was in high school um you know i feel like phone internet wasn't like what it was today like it cost like a million dollars and you couldn't really like websites weren't set up for like mobile websites so i never took the quiz or anything but i kind of kept those little markers in my head and i was like oh i think i have that like that sounds <laughs> exactly like me <laughs> That would be, that would, that's something I would do. I'd be like sitting on the couch playing on my phone. You know how you're sitting on your phone, but then also you kind of hear the TV in the background and then you start hearing things. Yeah. I would, uh, that's me. I would have ultimately like put my phone down, like gave it the side. <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit. Like, yeah. why am I relating to this yeah. shit right now? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of those things where like most people would probably just like not even pay attention, but I was like, wait, no, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, All right. Damn. We might have something here. <laughs> we might have found something, Cusco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I didn't do anything with that information. Like I didn't like seek treatment or anything. I didn't take the quiz. I just kind of have always kept it in the back of my head. It was like, hey, I think this might be something. Um, And then we've talked about like I've always enjoyed like eating in my car. Um, oh, because nobody the car can eating. see you. <laughs> I um one of my favorite binging guilty pleasures was a car mouse moment where I could just sit in my car. Yeah. Well, because that's the best thing about binging disorder in cars is that you're by yourself, you're alone, no one's watching you, and you can just yep. sit there yep. and be as gluttonous as you want without any uh. <laughs> and- hate i i wouldn't say hate just uh yeah. i think one There's of the no biggest watching yeah 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 i think i think judgment is is a big factor in binge eating disorder is yeah. you just don't want to be judged for sure right so yeah um so i didn't like i said i didn't do anything with that i just kind of lived my life um i would say probably around 2021 ish um it's got it got a little bit worse which i have theories about why it got worse um mainly like i live by myself but like i've had like boyfriends on and off here and there but like being single and living by yourself it kind of triggers that more and like being single like i really don't have to worry about anybody else around Um, yeah 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 so it got a little worse i was like well i think i i'm going to the doctor for this one thing anyways like maybe i'll just slip this into the conversation um so (laughs) i just Just, if i may ask what do you think about this i was probably gonna be so stupid but like (laughs) and i I kind of told her I told her like basically all my habits and she's like yeah that's that sounds like binge eating disorder and I was like okay okay um so she recommended therapy and then also at the time I took medicine like an appetite suppressant that would you know obviously suppress your appetite um you know I don't know I don't know if you've ever taken one I know that because of your ADHD, you've taken like Vyvanse and Adderall, which kind of is a yeah, huge suppressant. It suppresses your appetite too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um. So I did that for a while, um, and then I didn't really stick with that. I was like, you know, whatever. Um. I am in therapy now. We're not really working on binge eating disorder because. <laughs> It definitely comes and goes and waves. Like I feel like I have a good handle on it sometimes and other times it spins out of control. Um, right now, I think I'm in kind of a medium where I like I do it, but I don't think it's as out of control as it maybe it has been in the past, but yeah, you know, yeah. ebbs there... and flows. <laughs> No, I get that. There, there was a, there was a time in my life when I was single as well, and I wouldn't say my boyfriend. And and I think it's all about, I'm, I'm blessed to have the boyfriend that I have now because even if I did binge eat in front of him, I know I would get no judgment, which also doesn't help. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. That does not help yeah. my situation. <laughs> uh, but I do, I did re- did relate more like being single. I lived in my own house. I was all alone. So like. Or so say, uh, I think some of the times that it would trigger me for one is like family problems, emotions, depression. Depression is probably one of yeah. my biggest binge triggers. Um, if I get sad, because yeah. I think one of the things um, that you you obviously probably know this too, but like one of the things that my therapist told me was the reason why I cling on to food so much is because food gives me serotonin. And I, I'm gonna be honest, whenever I binge, it genuinely makes me so happy yeah. and i hate to admit that but it does yeah uh yeah in I the get moment over... for sure in the moment you're like you feel like you're on top of the fucking world nobody can stop me literally yeah, no one can stop me. no one's in the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody's around so they will not be yeah. stopping me 
<laughs> and but then and then there's the kicker is that as soon as I get done binge eating, I automatically fucking hate myself. I hate everything. I hate whatever yeah. I did. I'm yes. full. Now I'm like two times yeah. more depressed Gross. because I just gorged myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like the second you swallow that last bite, you're like, what did I do? This is such Why? a mistake. Um, and I yeah. I know we've kind of like joked about this before. Um, it's like I'm like, I wish I could just throw this back up. Like, I wish like, yeah. I had yeah. the luxury of being able to purge this. Unfortunately, that's not my dis eating disorder. No. Yeah. I eat. And I will. I will admit uh, that there have been times where I have tried, but I physically just can't do it. Same. It's just not. It's just not in my cards. Yeah. I've thought about it. I'm going to be honest. Uh Same. It's definitely yeah. something. Yeah. You know, there's because definitely, I, just I think, feel like I feel better. Yeah. I, I think when I found out what bulimia was, I was like, okay, great. I can like do this and then if i just throw it back up like all good unfortunately right. or i guess fortunately i cannot make myself puke like i just i can't do it i tried like a handful of times like in high school but i just could not get it to come back up yeah i it's just something that i don't really do now but yeah i feel like whenever i first got diagnosed i was like well i can just reverse it like if i just like get it all out of my system yeah. then you know the 2000 calories that i just consumed in a 30 minute span will just be out of my system and i'll be fine uh but that is just not how it goes and um yeah yeah def definitely tried uh purging but i i i just can't i just can't do it and so you know the result of us not being able to purge you feel like an absolute fucking shit bag whenever you get done eating you're like why the fuck did i do that yeah um and honestly like and then and then when you get done and i don't know if this is for you as well but like whenever i get done binge eating the day after like a couple days after i'll feel like shit about myself because you know i think and i i don't know yeah. if everybody's this way but like i am still uh i'm still like a plus size gal and one of my biggest uh challenges i go to the gym like four days a week i heavy weight lift and uh, i feel like some of the binge eating yeah. that i do definitely like keeps me back from my goals which also ultimately makes me even more depressed because i can't hit my goals because i only get serotonin yeah. through food you know yeah yeah i mean for sure um obviously we talk about going to the gym all the time like we both go to the gym mm -hmm. like four to five times yep. a week and yep. yeah i do think about the fact that like sometimes i just i'm like i don't even want to go because like what's the point because i can't stop binging anyways so like i'm never gonna see the results that i want to see anyways but i don't know i yeah i mean obviously i'm still going i've been consistently going like but it, it does make it, mm -hmm. it's definitely one of the things that triggers dread, like right after it's like, well, why did I even just go to the gym? Like, I'm never going to see the results I want because I just did this. But yeah, I for sure feel that. And I think we've kind of talked about, yeah, I mean, it's basically binging disorder is just self-sabotage. Yeah. Um, and we've definitely talked about that, like... I feel like the feeling of dread and shame and disgust af disgust afterwards is like I feel like kind of a big misconception because um, I told you like my mom I think has just kind of or I probably haven't vocalized it but like I think she's just now in the last like while realize that it's not like something that brings me joy and i'm very happy with it and like we're all good like it's definitely like it it's definitely shame and dread afterwards it's not like yeah i'm happy with what i'm doing this is going great like why would i ever stop yeah 
Yeah, it's binge eating disorder, not a job promotion. You know, I don't feel like a million bucks the next day. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I I can I can definitely relate. Um, it's just uh, it's just it's it's something that's so hard. So like my dad the other day, um, you know, my dad's been hard in the gym. My dad looks so good. My my dad's forty five years old. And he's gymming it out. He's being a gym bro. I love that for him. He's making gains. Um, and uh, and well, and we were on the phone the other day, and he goes, and he understands my binge eating disorder. And I, I don't want to like misconcept that. He definitely does understand where I'm coming from. But you know, in his mind, which our minds aren't wired the same, he said, you know, for me, kiddo, yeah. like food is fuel. And I'm like, yes to an extent because when when i'm a person that gets all my serotonin through food it's hard to just think of like chicken and rice as like yes it's doing so good for my body and yeah. i just feel great and and i'm on top of the fucking world i i just you know uh yeah, it's not it's how my brain a, works unfortunately it's just not how my brain works now another thing would you say i have a question for you would you say say because i i know we're we're both on the same wavelength with like the gym and like trying to watch what we eat do you ever feel like you restrict yourself too much to the point where you like bring it back tenfold like worse the next time you binge uh yeah for sure um because i've gained weight in like the last couple years since it's gotten worse and so I do have, like, stretches of time where I can lose, like, 20, 25 pounds. And, like, but I do that by, like, restricting my diet so much. And, like, when I'm doing that, I don't feel the urge to binge, I guess. But then right. it's, like, when I allow I myself to do it one time, it just spirals out of control. And i like, well, yep. here I am, like, right back in it deeper than ever. Yeah, I I feel like after I restrict myself for a certain amount of time, whether that be like meal prepping or just being more conscious about what I eat yeah. or downloading Fitness Pal and watching my calories, I'm okay in the moment. I am genuinely okay in the moment if I stay yeah. focused um, and binge eating doesn't affect me. But then the one time, say like I have a bad day at work or, um, you know, I don't know, this is just a me and Zach get into a fight. I don't know, something like that, right? Uh, it and I and I binge. Yeah. I feel like it automatically just throws me off. And then for the next two weeks, I'm trying to pick myself back up to get back into my routine. Yeah, because you know, like I I'll I'll like I'll eat healthy for one week and then fuck it up and then and pick myself back up for two. I'm like, it's such a struggle. Yeah, yeah. I like just eat um, the two weeks of good I did back worth in calories in that one sitting and then we're back yep. right back at square one yeah um but so yeah I mean uh I guess that was like another bullet it's like how how it's affected us during our adult life and so yeah I mean I we basically went through that it's it's a huge struggle I would say in our adult life in uh losing weight aspect I would say for me uh it's like uh insecurity aspect i'm still working on the insecurity part of eating um insecurity parts of eating this is a fun topic so i get insecure at certain yeah. events so like at work when we have potlucks insecurity um yeah and i don't even care yeah. if i'm eating a regular portion of food i just i've lived my whole life in the sense of like people are judging me at all times that i can't even eat in public without constantly feeling that there's a thousand eyes on me yeah for sure um yeah i feel like when there's a potluck at work and then i feel like people don't realize how much brain space it takes up like all mm -hmm. the time like how just eating in front of people just is a constant mind game because like you said yeah. like a potluck at work like i'm looking around to see what other people have on their plate if i go out to eat yep. with friends i'm like I want to order less because I want to see what everybody else is ordering because I don't want to order what I really want to order. I want to like make sure it's on par with whatever. You want to make sure it's the ordering. same vibe. And then, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, if we're going to get, like, little street, if we're going to, like, Mission Taco, if you get two tacos, I don't want to get, like, the four tacos I really want to get. I'll just get the two. Right. I don't want to get the four carne asadas and, like, the the side of street corn if you're only going to get, like, two fucking skinny-licious tacos at Cheesecake Factory. You know? It is a lot of like mental yeah. brain power that you're. Con- it's like it's like constant fight or flight mode when it comes to being around food, um, and uh, like like yeah. you said at the work potlucks. I weirdly at work potlucks or like not even I wouldn't say it's as bad at family events because I know that they're my family. So if I just eat a lot of food. I, for some reason, I know that, like, they're not going to judge me as because I've been around them. They know that I have been Jamie disorder. So it's not as yeah. bad as, like, whenever I was in high school, which was worse. But, yeah. Um, but definitely, like, around people that I don't know, which obviously we know the people at work, but, like, strangers that don't know my life, they don't know my story, yeah. they don't know I have binging disorder. Um, yeah. I. I uh, I do this funny, silly, goofy thing where if we're in line for the potluck and people are like scooping out portions, I look and see how much of a portion they have, so that I'm like, okay, well, if I get that much, yeah, then that that seems like a regular amount, right? Yeah, for sure. I do the same thing, or like this happened because we had like mashed potatoes for a work event. Yep. lately and it's like okay well how much do i scoop like i want that same amount but like mashed potatoes get stuck to the spoon so like i don't want them to think i'm just getting all these mashed <laughs> potatoes i just want like the little bit that you got like i want it to be the same and it's oh just, yeah it's just <laughs> so it's it's such a exhausting. fucking pain in the ass yeah yeah i i can't for this potluck that she's talking about i came in late right i I came in from a doctor's appointment or everybody (laughs) was already sitting down and eating do you understand how fucking scary that was for me while everybody was sitting down and eating the first the first thought in my mind was like oh fuck they think my stupid ass is going to getting back a second second helping right knowing (laughs) not not knowing that like no one literally cares but it's so hard in my mind to comprehend that true even though i was yeah even though I was literally yeah. just catching up from being back at my doctor's appointment and finally getting my plate, the brain power that I had to not convince myself that everybody's like looking at me and being like, oh my God, is she getting a second scoop of potatoes? It's it's so no, mind-numbingly yeah. hard. <laughs> it's like if I look back on it, I can be like, no, literally nobody's paying attention to you or your plate. Like, nobody yeah. cares but in my mind i'm like no everybody's looking everybody's like oh my gosh she's so fat what is she getting is she getting another one already yep. that's a really big helping oh of potatoes like ugh, it's it's exhausting it's, it's so like i feel like if i can just worse. keep mine to look like somebody else's yeah they yeah. won't they won't say that because mine's Especially... the same as hers so if you're gonna judge me you have to judge her too <laughs> <laughs> I know like okay so at the potluck before like okay so sometimes at work we'll have potlucks where uh it's usually retirements where they uh the department itself will uh personally serve us and I hate that part of the potluck peace and love but I hate that part of the potluck because like if they give me a small portion I feel so guilty asking if I can have a little bit more to the point where I don't honestly if you give me two peas and like a quarter of a mushroom I'll be like perfect thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) no I'm full although I will say at this last potluck I did because I was just gonna get like one chicken wing and Devin was like the food scooper so I felt comfortable with her mm-hmm. and she gave me a wing and I was like I think you picked the smallest wing in that pan <laughs> and she's like well, do you want another one it's like yeah yes <laughs> no I would love six but two's fine thank you yeah. but the two's gonna be good yeah i uh sometimes if i feel like i overfill my plate i get self-conscious um sometimes i'm a i'm a fast eater naturally so sometimes if i eat too fast i feel like i have to look around and see how fast people are eating so yeah yes yeah we love that 
Yep. <laughs> we love the room analyzation. <sighs> so. Yeah. Which, again, like, I, I love my mom. Like, she's great. And I think lately as I've you just in general been in therapy even though we're not like specifically working on my binge eating disorder like I think I've gotten just better at like voicing how I feel but I think I get this a little bit which I know it's just a binge eating disorder in general but my mom is a plate watcher she will wash my plate and like she makes comments and I think for a while she thought she was helping like no I and some way i don't know but i finally was like just so you know that spins me out more and it just makes me want to hide my food more like oh yeah it doesn't I help almost, it I almost makes wanna, it a lot you, you worse know the because I, folders yeah oh i think we oh <laughs> yes. sorry so i'm so sorry you like <laughs> cut out for a, a second test. so i totally yeah. talked over you please repeat that and i'll cut it out because you're i think your screens you can't see your i mean you're just frozen but I hope you can hear me. Oh, we're back. Are we back? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if you heard me, <laughs> but I wanted you to continue saying what you said because I didn't hear you because your audio cut out. So I thought you were done talking. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, it's like the school folders or like when you go like vote, they have like the things so you can't see each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. it makes me want to do. <laughs> yeah, don't make me bring out the map test folder to eat my dinner, you know? <laughs> so, no, I can yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just going to make me sneak more food that. later, honestly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely going to sneak a plate into my bed tonight just, just because of that. So thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um ooh so did you ever did you ever like late night munch but like you had to be so quiet about it to where like you knew that if your parents woke up and like caught you uh in the kitchen like you would get super embarrassed i used to ba like yeah. literal fucking like spy kids no one no one caught me slipping i was the yes. quietest motherfucker <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen I would close that goddamn microwave so <laughs> softly. You wouldn't mm -hmm. hear a peep. Yes. Been there. <laughs> Been there. Or like open a cabinet so slowly so it doesn't squeak. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. close it so gently so it doesn't slam. The worst binge eating to like take disorder. The wrapper oh. somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the worst binge eating disorder snack for me in the middle of the night chips fuck chip bags i cannot binge in peace <laughs> with chip bags yeah it's like <laughs> yeah even trying to pick it up like off the top of the fridge it's like <laughs> i'm like oh my god <sighs> yes um <laughs> something else we've talked about recently is how or i've talked about I don't, I can't remember if you agreed or not, but how like mobile ordering at like fast food restaurants has made it so much easier to binge. Um, yes. And then also me, I have social anxiety. So that also helps with that. But yeah, because when you're, you want to do like a fast food binge, it can be embarrassing ordering like, you know, a yes. mass quantity of food even though I know the 16 year old working there doesn't does not care. Um, yeah. But we I think we both said like we faked like a phone call and like, oh, yeah, like what? It, no, this is like, what do you want? Like, no, like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, the invisible person on the other side of the phone. You're like, yeah, like, what do you want? Like, you're acting <laughs> aggravated about it. You're like, yeah, no, hurry up. I'm, I'm in the drive. -thru. No, I'm in the line right now. <laughs> And then there's like some 16 year old named Jeremy that literally like gets paid 10 bucks an hour, gets paid lemons. He doesn't give a fuck what I order, but you know, that's just another reason why I'm so self-conscious, you know? Yeah. So now with apps and ordering in the apps, it makes it easier. Yeah. Obviously they can see the order. I, I do hate when I go to a restaurant and I, give them my name and then they read the whole order i'm like i don't need you to do this just nope 
it's me let me just sure pay well just i'll see you around i'll see you around there yeah <laughs> yeah it's fine uh not one fast food worker has ever asked me oh family attend when i show up to the to the window but i <laughs> i convince myself that that's what's gonna happen they're like oh big family huh like, yeah they're yeah. fucking monsters mm -hmm. they just eat everything it's crazy <laughs> Right. <laughs> or I don't know if you've done this before, but like sometimes I'll get stuff like slightly different. Like if I'm getting like a breakfast thing, I'll get like one sausage and one bacon. So it's like, so they know it's another person because like not, I like sausage. So it's other person. <laughs> My husband prefers bacon. Yeah. <laughs> bacon guy. <laughs> oh and it's so nice right and i'm gonna reiterate this it's so nice that like Darry and i connected about this i'm kind of glad that i had brought it up because you're definitely yeah someone that i can relate to on a daily basis because there's i don't know anybody else with binge eating disorder i mean of course i've yeah, read like either. reddit forums i've read twitter posts but i've never physically met anybody with the same disorder as me so it's very nice that yeah. uh we can just like bitch about our weekend or we can talk about what we binged on. And I know Daria is not going to judge me. I know I'm not going to ask Daria, Oh, family. Is 10. Sure. So it's, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I do love when like we'll text each other and you're like, I really want to binge right now. Yeah. Or like, we'll talk about like, Oh, I binged last night. We're just like, what'd you have? <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, a and weird like, way. just like, <laughs> like that sounds really good i don't know at that point is it helping us or hurting us but at this but i love talking about it right i don't necessarily think it's helping but it is nice to have somebody that i can relate to on that level that's like not yeah. you know we because uh, obviously you can't just like tell that to anybody because like what are you a monster? <laughs> yeah, what what do you got a K plus eight in that fucking tummy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I will say another another thing as a kid that is definitely some signs that I have a little BD was when I would like eat. And like my parents would be like, oh, we have this, but you're probably full. And I'd be like, no, I mean, that was just in like my appetizer stomach. I still have room in like my dinner or like my dessert stomach. So like really? I can still eat it because I still have room in like this other. Yeah. And they'd be like, what are you, a cow? Because like cows have the different sections of their stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my appetite. I got three no, stomachs. I just have an eating disorder. <laughs> Which is, you know, and I've, and I've asked Daria that too. And like, whether or not she wants to share it on the internet, I totally understand. But like, cause I, I know, I know exactly where I got my binge eating disorder, but I feel like you, on the other hand, you don't really know where it came from. It just kind of like came out the blue. Um, no. So I, I do now looking, well, I think my parents have also reflected a little bit. I think I got it from my dad because he also is a binger, but he is a very thin person. So people kind of look at it differently or it just like right. doesn't really, you know, people don't like, yeah, police his intake. But um, yeah, I think that's definitely where I got it from. Yeah, I... Uh... I definitely relate. I, I don't think all of it was my bio parent. I think, God bless her, she's not with us anymore, but uh, my my grandma, she was like my number one uh, growing up. She took care of me like a large portion of my life. And now that I look back on it after being in therapy, I think she also dealt with binge eating disorder. So uh, I think it was definitely, yeah. definitely passed down. And I, and I don't, I don't, I don't hurt from that. You know what I mean? I, I could be angry about it, but I'm not because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what she grew up doing. So of course, uh, you know, and like we talked about up until like 
five, 10 years ago, binge eating disorder or like any eating disorders were just, they're like, what are you saying? Just like eat less. What are you talking yeah. about? Don't throw it up. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. it's not really yeah. talked just about. Just eat a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I remember as a kid, uh, you know, I would eat like ramen noodles and chips and dip. And I just, you know, and like going through that, that session of my life with my bio mother, because uh, I, I mean, I obviously have some like childhood trauma. It definitely, I think, is what kickstarted my binge eating because as a child, my grandma would take care yeah. of me and she would feed me all these like yummy chips and snacks and cakes. And I just remember it always made me feel so good right. in the moment. So I think that's kind of where I yeah. like started, right? You know, where the pot started cooking. Yeah. You know, it was. <laughs> It was just churning a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting, like being able to, to talk to you about it. And I know this is such an interesting video because we don't ever post this type of content, but uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, this is such a departure from our normal episodes, yeah. um, but we hope you guys like it or at least find it interesting. Yeah. Um, because it's something that we talk about truly probably like once a week. <laughs> oh yeah. It's definitely an, uh, but, an, an active topic in our combos. I don't know. Do we have anything else about it? Rate us five stars and subscribe on Apple podcasts and Spotify and apparently Google subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Our socials are going to be in the episode description. Bye.